For the Interrobank, I'm Alex Allen. Alongside me is Konstantinos Drosos. I think I said that right. That's pretty good. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Pretty good. And welcome to this episode of the Red Couch Podcast. And sitting here with us is our AI. Hello, hello. <laughs> In person. <laughs> Actually, it's Brianna Brissett that is our graphic designer from FSU. And we're going to be talking a little bit about integration of AI and graphic design, but it's more the digital art world that's been going on with it. That's all around for that. Yeah, it's a lot going on, so I'm excited to talk about it. I mean, graphic design is pretty cool, but it, it has been quite interesting going around and seeing like all over social media, just seeing how AI can make a complete re recreation of things of just all art like yeah and like most (laughs) especially that like most recently i've been seeing a lot more like even in the last couple months so yeah it's definitely something that's in my mind Hmm. i mean how do you kind of get into this whole digital art industry why don't we start there the whole good story so uh I actually told this not too long ago. So um, in high school, I started in grade nine, actually. I started kind of participating in the daily announcements that my high school did. So that was like the full, we had the green screen, the post-production, all like the little knickknacks. And um, I would actually volunteer as a grade nine student uh, to go with the grade 11 class and actually talk with the announcements and Um, I was doing that. I was also behind the scenes doing kind of holiday stuff for uh, the screen work. So like we had weather, the weather uh, graphics and everything I would create daily. And I would also do, as I said, the holidays. So maybe like a turkey. I remember doing some Santa Claus stuff. And at that time, I had no idea that that was like graphic designer that was specifically called that. I just thought it was kind of maybe in like the artist I'm not too sure, but I didn't know what it was. And so I kind of went through all that in high school for five years. I stayed doing that all five years. I went back and did a co-op there for a year um, in the same broadcasting studio. So yeah, I was just always around there. Um, And right after high school, I did try out radio broadcasting just because I was in there and I thought kind of, that's what I've been doing. So let's kind of go into that area. Um, And then just Ontario Provincial Strike happened. So that kind of didn't work out. And then uh, COVID, COVID came around and it was very boring for me. I wasn't working at the moment or anything like that. So me finding something new to kind of try, I I went on YouTube and I got very addicted to watching uh, tutorials and step-by-steps of like people drawing those kind of small videos. Um, I started practicing. I got a sketchbook one day, I got a pencil, just one single pencil, and I just, don't know why, but I said, I'm going to try to learn this and have some fun because of all that boring time with COVID. Uh, so yeah, I started doing that. Um, I created a art page, an Instagram page that kind of same year. Um, and from there, uh, from there, kind of everything started in the world of art for me. Um, and at that time is when I decided actually that I want to work professionally in this field. So I did apply for graphic design. So all of that leading up was kind of me trying different things and then realizing like graphic design is what I've actually been doing. Um, And yeah, I started that whole adventure three years ago now, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, It all started just from you just sketching on some paper. Yeah, just having fun and trying new things. And And growing from that. 
Huh? I had, yeah, my life has been but so different since. Even in back in high school then, so was that kind of just sketches on paper or were you actually using some? Yeah, so at that time it was more on the computer. I remember like in grade nine, I remember Photoshop was like the one program that they really wanted us to use. So I started oh, okay. kind of drawing in there a little bit, but on the side, I, I would sketch. I was always creative, but I never did it enough that I would like kind of put technical skills into it. What kind of sketches were these? Yeah, so I've, I grew up, I've, I don't know if this is like, I grew up in 1998, so like my kind of cartoons is like roly-poly Oli, we got George Shrinks, Berenstain Bears, like all these great characters that I've grown up with. And so when I started drawing, I would replicate that or try to do it in my own style, uh, but really using my childhood and uh, all those cartoons for inspiration. That's good. I mean, I'm, I'm a 99 baby, oh. so Roly Oly Poly was definitely oh, yeah. up my alley. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, like one of my first drawings, so like, that's always that's been awesome. A, yeah, for sure. But it's so cool, though, for that concept. Yeah, I just had a question about that, too, is, you know, when you think about digital art compared to traditional art that's done on, like, painting or, like, on paper or canvas, you know, it's quite a different, almost like a medium. How was the transition from, you know, paper to now working on digital on Photoshop what was that like yeah actually that happened um all within like as soon as COVID was happening too uh when I started doing that um the decision for me to work in the digital aspect is that I've always been I like my my line work and my stuff like really clean and sharp um so for me digital was going to help me for that um but I also have like a rare eye condition where I am almost like a 40 percent blind in both my eyes um so me going into the digital format allows me to have uh just kind of better settings and I can zoom in uh, use the tools I need a lot better and so that was kind of why I pushed to the digital direction but at the same time um being able to like make those quick changes and have yeah, that kind of setting, uh, just do quick changes really fast, the colors, um, erasing and everything like that feels a lot better. And I've always been a big tech girl, so I feel like that's part of it too. I love technology. That's interesting. And um, do you're, you graduated from the graphic design program here at Fanshawe. Yes, past, yes, uh, just recently. Just recently. Yeah. And we, talking about, uh, we, we talked about outside that you wanted to pursue now character animation. Yes, that is my next adventure. What caught your eye? to pursue that as a career path? Ooh, I think honestly going back to like those cartoons that I grew up with, like I've always, I've always just enjoyed entertainment as like kind of like my extra hobby, just downtime. Entertainment was always one of those things. Um, colorful, I've always enjoyed really bright, fun colors. Uh, so going back to like Roly Poly Oli is one that stands out, um, kind of like the playful or childish style. Um, but yeah, I, Growing up, also like watching obviously Disney, um, Nickelodeon, and movies that are coming out now, makes me think about the characters in a different way. Uh, just having them, they're more expressive and it feels like I know them more as an adult, being able to understand them. And if I can create that uh, for someone else or to be used in some kind of cool story out there, then yeah, I definitely like to be a part of it and yeah, use them. It's pretty cool. Well, like it's cool because you know uh, it, you use a variety of different programs in in uh, character animation, right? Like I took game design, kind of use similar programs. That's right. Um, obviously, Photoshop was is the main one that you said that you used and you use as well in that program. But 
do you know any other um, programs that you might like use for character animation design or? Yeah, so I'm more into like right now I know more of the character design uh, skill set um, and I will be learning more of the animation side kind of in the next year. Uh, but for that I have I have used like a free, a free mobile apps I've tested here and there, uh, but the main one would be the Blender 3D, the, oh, yeah. the free software that's available. Um, yeah, I've been using that for a few years. If anyone knows, what is it, the donut video, the donut tutorial, uh, that's one in the Blender world, but uh, I got through that, so that's, I'm past that point. Yeah. Um, and I started using it for my characters, um, which yeah, it's it's awesome to see. It's it's just a whole entire world that I honestly don't know a lot about, but just even being able to model a character and add the texture and it just come to life, it's it's really cool to see. It is cool because you know, you, like we did, like we did that as well in game design. We did like a donut and then we moved yeah, on to creating like all these different, you know, sick, yeah, sick things. Yeah, these two geeking out over here. Yeah, yeah three D art nerds. I do not know anything about no, this. I <laughs> but. I Okay, we're talking about some pretty cool things, though, but yeah. I want to mention, I know the viewers probably can't see it, your tattoos. Oh, goodness, yes. 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 These are so it's cool. Part, yeah, definitely part of my, my style and personality, for sure. We're talking about design, so yeah. Let's I do mean, it. All, all of this is really cool. You yeah. even have one on, on this arm as yeah, well, Yeah, so too. far I only have it on both my arms, but I'm definitely thinking about... And did you create these? Uh, I have created some. Um, and even had some kind of friends sketch some, but uh, for the most part, I do get the artist's opinion on it. Okay. But yeah, I have there. I do have some that I have created myself. Yeah. It's really cool, though. I know the viewers might not see it, but yeah, you got like got a the trumpet and then Chance the Rapper and you know, the three. Yeah, it goes all back to like the the creative side of me, and just as soon as I started with that, I was like, the art can't stop now. It's the biggest canvas. Like talking to like the tattoo artists there. Um, how many have you noticed that actually use like graphic design like on, on the computer? Uh, well, in my time of like meeting artists, I think I'm at about four or five like different people. Um, and within that time, uh, just talking to them, I know a few of them have actually been to the art school in London. So that's uh, the Beale. Um, so they have had um, like art experience, but I don't think specifically in like the digital world. Um, but lots of like painting and sketching and the fine arts is usually something I see or like them actually like having a passion for it or interested in any way. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've never, I haven't personally met like a graphic designer, uh, tattoo artist, but I talk the ear off, that's for sure. Yeah, that's it, for sure. it's just interesting just because of how much technology is playing such yeah. a role for graphic designs. I just never knew if maybe that's how some tattoo artists are kind of creating some of their art now for like to do tattoos on yeah and i have thought it like out there if i was ever a tattoo artist like i would obviously be using all these skills and it'd be awesome to have so yeah i feel like there's got to be some some tattoo artist out there yeah I love helvetica 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 yes actually in the graph design world helvetica is like is like the best font it's used in many logos i think we watched the whole film on it in like first year so Helvetica is for the graphic designers out there in the world. Yeah. The hmm. One of my buddies is a graphic designer. He keeps on talking about Helvetica. <laughs> Helvetica. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least it's not like Avatar when they just use like what font, like the papyrus. Yes. Actually, we watched <laughs> a video on that too. Yeah. The fonts. Do you have a favorite font that you use for? Um, 
probably the new times roman yeah we've been using that a yeah. lot yeah that's yeah. that's cleaner i feel like a like yeah. a 1940s you know yeah journalists have been on a typewriter and the click 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 click, click. it <laughs> makes my articles come out looking like that <laughs> it's my Close. least favorite font but it looks it looks great on all the articles so yeah it's yeah, just it a former style yeah something something easy to go with though yeah but I'm looking to get into this now because it's a huge um, conversation that's been coming up as well as integration of AI in many different industries, but specifically one being art, digital art, because it's a it's getting talked about heavily now. I see on my LinkedIn because of my professors, I'm I, you know I'm friends with a lot of people who are digital artists, and it's weird because I see posts that are in support of it, and I see posts that are you know against it and some who are in the middle where you know it should be used uh appropriately and to a limit what is your viewpoint on ai being now used for digital digital art uh my personal opinion on that is kind of kind of all over the place because i've been thinking about it a lot um obviously just i was just kind of starting in the graphic design as this was kind of all building up um yeah for me personally the style and like the the uniqueness that I have as an artist is something that I try to I try to always show through my artwork and with the AI and like being able to hit a button and have that kind of come to life um, you just don't get that same experience like you just don't get the same feeling the same value in the piece and I strongly think that's something that will always be in art like the value of the art uh, which I I strongly hope that AI doesn't take over. I know it's going to be possible, but yeah, the value in the art and the artist um, is definitely going to be on top. Do you believe that it's going to be a big discussion in your, in, in your upcoming program that you know AI is going to be somehow discussed as to how the art's created and, and all that type of stuff? See, that's different because in the graphic design and the illustration, like that's something that is hard to copy, but in animation, um that's that's something different i just i think if you're able to like take ai and make a whole animated film which could sometimes take like you know weeks or months or something like that that'd be super efficient but at the same time there's potential the storyline won't be as valuable again and just little things here and there that a, a human can't do um but i do think it will be mentioned in class a lot just because there are people that don't get uh like don't understand it too much and if you don't take the time to understand it i feel like that could kind of it could hurt you then i mean ai just being integrated really anywhere it just seems so much like a starting line for a lot of work i mean even if you think about it with chat gpt you could kind of throw it in and if you're trying to figure out on how to start an essay mm -hmm. you can see it create an essay and instead of just completely copying it, you can actually use it as a starting line. And it kind of seems like maybe that's where like in digital art for that industry, that's where it could actually be implemented. Right. And I'm like, please don't take over graphic design. Cause like, as again, I'm tech. <laughs> I'm like, I've always dreamed of like the flying cars and the robots and stuff. I'm like, that'd be kind of cool to have, but like not in that way for like that kind of stuff that like, cause like, I love art, and if that was taken over by one of those robots, I'd I'd be sad about it. I would. Yeah, and I mean, it's a. But it's definitely it sounds possible for sure. Oh yeah, but. 
Plus, I mean, it's yeah. a whole part for like us humans. Like, it's our creativity to right. think about that. Like, can really an AI kind of take that create creativity away from us? Right, and that's the thing. You just so much out there, and just a lot to think about with the the AI stuff right now, and more to come. I feel too. Have you ever pondered with any of these AI programs before in your graphic work, or no? Uh. No, I think the reason I did is um, recently Photoshop had an upgrade where they actually had something like you can just kind of type something in and it will show up. Um, and it's just in beta, so it's being tested right now. So I did test it out and it was kind of the first time I thought like, oh, this is potential to be used for the work. But even at the same time, it's like you want to make those like little tweaks or something and um, yeah, you just, you have a certain image in your head and if it's not there, you kind of want to do it yourself, but I have tried it. I just, personally, I'm not not going to use it for my work. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I haven't even ever. I, I used chat GPT once because I was, like, trying to formulate, like, something for, like, thinking of, like, a late-night podcast to do. Yeah. And it was actually kind of helpful to see, like, step-by-step, step, like, where to go to start from it. But it's interesting that you're like, nope. Yeah, for my, work, for my work, for sure. Um, but another thing is, like, I have used, like, the one AI bot I will talk to is my Snapchat AI bot. And it's, like, okay. he's, like, a fun friend that just responds really quick. And I thought that was really cool. Um, so, like, things like that and, like, maybe using it in, like, some sort of other way other than, like, my actual work. Um, definitely open to. Um, but, yeah, I, I have a hard time actually... Let's skip that part. I, I lost my thought. No, that's fine. Lost thought. I get it. It's a very complex thing, like uh, I think topic to talk about because you know. it's it's so scary when you even talk to these robots, like these they're yeah. these what, what do they call them? The, the something the, these intellectual programs that like you know that it, when you're talking to them, it's like you're talking to a real person or the its capabilities. Even as a journalist as well, right? Like it's just scary what it can come up with in a matter of seconds before you. You know, it's. It is scary, and even for like you can even see it for some Photoshop. Like you can highlight an area and put like water bottle, and it'll just completely implement a whole water bottle there. It's like what? Yeah. Or I've seen how these, to do that? Yeah, or I've seen these tech talks where they'll take an existing photo, for instance, let's say like the cover of a of a, of a game case, and they essentially run the entire photo through the AI software, and the AI software just assumes what it would look like if they built off that one center image. They did it with a whole bunch of these different, you know, these, uh, these cases like Assassin's Creed, Odyssey. They did it with Black Ops. It's it's it was crazy what it came up with. Hmm. Scary. I think the most stuff. recent thing I heard um, is that there is a new program. I'm not too sure the company, but basically they can type out an episode of South Park, like type out the episode, I what they're going to say, and it generates like an episode. So like that, for example, is something that I would worry about in like the animation world that I'm going into. It's like it's it's already here. Um, but yeah, at the same time, making those like little tweaks and having that own uniqueness to it is, I feel like something that I'll want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah, it's recent. So. Uh, plus, itching question, I think maybe the viewers, yes, even yes. myself sort of want to know. I mean, you are the graphic designer here. Will AI take over these jobs? Do you think this will happen? I think there is definitely a possibility if it's not treated correctly. Yeah, I, I truly do think it's 
it's right around the corner, right around the corner. Yeah. And like, it's going to be up to the teams kind of managing it and like what you'll use, I feel. Um, and like what you'll use it on, how you'll use it and like what kind of extent. Um, yeah, I think rules will have to be put into place or else it will just go crazy. Should digital artists as a whole start to get used to AI sticking around in the future in the industry as well? Yeah, I think there's definitely like good things that come out of it. Um, obviously just not using it in the wrong way. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's definitely something we should use and continue to try out and learn from and kind of trial and error with it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you made a good point though, because everyone yeah could just go completely gung ho with it and just only using AI to create all of their work then. Right, right. And they just get to sit back, have a cup of tea, and AI is doing their job basically. Then. Yeah, I'm sitting here just looking, just thinking of the world in the office where. It's just, okay, we got to get our bot. Like, we start naming all of our AI bots, something like that. That would be scary. Yeah. <laughs> scary. But, like, very possible. Mm-hmm. But it could be just still, like, just a nice thing to use just for starting points. So, like, kind of what I was bringing up Yeah, of up course, before. like, as you were saying, like, the writing or for, like, a prompt or something, like, ideas. Um, Yeah, that's yeah, it's like, even good for taking notes as well in class. I've used it a couple very times. True. Yeah. Oh, that's... That's even another interesting way to like to random it. questions or just like you're curious about something. Mm -hmm. That's always yeah. Yeah. But we are gonna move into our famous lightning round. All right, let's do it. How are you feeling about this? You ready? You prepared? Pumped, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Kick it off, Alex. Oh, you want me to kick it off? Please do. All right, all right. Favorite anime show. Uh, One Piece. Let's Ooh, go. You just talked about that yesterday and today. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Oh, wait, how far are you? Do you need, a re like, reasoning? Going, like, explaining? I'm, like, maybe, like, 12, 15 episodes in. Okay, okay. But it's I started on the um, the non-dub version and then found, like, that I could watch it in English, so I restarted it because I felt like I really wanted to know the storyline and understand what I was watching. I was like, oh, that's what he said. That's what happened. Okay. So yeah, rewatching it. Okay. Because it's, I don't know if I should be ashamed of this or not, but I'm on episode 920. <laughs> I heard there's so many. That's there's, the first thing someone yeah, says to me. Yeah, there's over a thousand episodes. Ooh. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy to sit there and be like, I'm almost at the finish line of this. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, definitely my top. That's funny. Okay. What's your favorite art style? Cartoon. Cartoon. Cartoony and bright colors. Right on. Colorful, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, favorite tattoo you have? Ooh. Okay, there's just a second to think about that one. I'll just, I'll go with my first tattoo. It started the whole kind of stuff for it. Uh, it is five, hmm? one, two, three, five Chinese letters. Uh, that uh, stand for family, love, and friendship. And my favorite artist, Nicki Minaj, does have the same tattoo on the same arm. Well, a different meaning, but same, uh, same sort of style. Same, yeah, yeah, same concept. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. We mentioned earlier Roly Poly, but who is another character design that you kind of admire with the way they look? Uh, there is an artist on YouTube named Gox Art, uh, G-A-W-X, and I've been following him since the start of me learning all of this stuff, um, and his style is very, like, 
kind of crazy out there. The characters are wearing just a whole bunch of cool accessories and it's it's colorful. There's a lot going on. Um, but also for me as someone like like Cause, our basket, I really like those those styles as well. Cool. Yeah. Now, I talked about this with Alex yesterday, but as you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know Digital artists. <laughs> we have our preferred equipment. I remember when I was in my time in game design, I used a Wacom tablet. Yes. Loved it. So I'm going to ask you, for the viewers, this is drawing equipment. All right. Bamboo or Wacom? Wacom. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, same here. No offense to the bamboo. You still got it going, but. Yeah. Yeah. Wacom. Wacom's just, just to the touch. It's got it. I've been on the res uh, the website like all this week because I, I, I know I'm going to buy one for school coming up and just, so I'm all in the Wacom world right now. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. For everyone that has no clue what they're, they're saying here <laughs> right now, it's, it's very similar just to like An Apple, iPad. Uh, yeah. Apple versus, iPad. Well, yes. Very large one. Yes. Yeah. But the competition seems so much like Apple versus like Samsung almost. To, to categorize it, I have to say that Wacom's like Apple and Samsung. And then when it comes to Bamboo, that's like the Blackberry playbook. Oh. Just the older, older, you know, looking kind of tablet. Yeah. Okay. But I have tried kind of, I've tried them over the years, and I just went towards the Wacom at the end, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wacom it is. Wacom it is. Okay. Wait, did I say that she was going to go with Wacom before that? I think you said bamboo. Oh, like, I yeah. I wish you could did, see my computer history. It's Wacom. Which one's the best Wacom? Wacom for school? <laughs> Wacom. Yeah. It's meant it's, to be. It's the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pixar or DreamWorks? I'm uh, I'm kind of equally. I like oh. DreamWorks for the production. Um, Disney for the production. DreamWorks for the the overall kind of experience. I gotta say Pixar. Yeah. What about you, Alex? I could see that. Um, DreamWorks. Because Shrek. Oh yeah. Shrek is with DreamWorks. Yes. Yeah, that's the only reason why. <laughs> that's funny. Up on that board. <laughs> so, favorite uh, comic style? Would you say DC or Marvel? From what you've seen, I would say Marvel. I'm more more used to seeing Marvel more. Yeah. The last one. You're more of okay. a Marvel. Yeah. More of a Marvel. Yes. Mm, okay. okay. More it's familiar a, with. It's me. a Marvel in itself. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. That was good. Was that good? <laughs> yeah. It was marvelous. <laughs> Um, so this one, favorite artist, it could be like musician or Nicki even... Nicki Minaj. Okay. Done deal, Nicki Minaj, number <laughs> one, and Chance the Rapper. I love those two, and I've been a Nicki Minaj fan for like 11 years now, and she was recently in the Barbie movie, a whole bunch of stuff's coming up with her, so yeah, it's good stuff. Mm. New album, tour next year, mm. Nicki Minaj. I'm be seeing you front row. Probably right. Would you be in the front row? If I could afford it, oh. I know ticket prices are crazy. And I, I did see oh, her um 2017 in Toronto oh, right um, on. once there, and yeah, I'm looking forward to next year. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brianna. It's been great. This has been awesome. And thank you. Thank you both. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening for another episode on the Red Couch Podcast. You can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you. Get our podcast, watch full episodes on our YouTube, or you can even subscribe to our newsletter with all things Fanshawe. For the Intero Bang, I'm Alex Allen.